Welcome to Bills by a Billion. He may go all the way. He's at the ball, the more 40, the 30, gets a block at the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Back to throw, he looks, he throws, touchdown! Andre Reid for the touchdown! The Bills have scored! Allen picks it up and he's still going. Look at Josh Allen. It is pandemonium. It is pandemonium. It is fantastic. The Bills are in the Super Bowl. We're talking Buffalo Bills football. The only thing in this world that can stop Josh Allen is the flip of a coin. So, Mafia, mount up! This is Bills by a Billion. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Josh. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? The Bills make me wanna shout! Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back here to Bills by a Billion. My name's Andrew, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Josh. And we've got a special guest today, Gliz, right? Yep, how's it going? You can just refer to me as AJ if you need to. Yeah, that works too. All right, AJ, Gliz. People in the Discord will know you as Gliz. People in the will know you as AJ. Yeah, but uh, we're back after a little bit of a hiatus. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of news. (laughs) um you know unless you're following the whole like Deshaun Watson like hearings and how you know there's still no decision all that garbage going on like unless you're following that there really hasn't been a whole lot um besides uh, I've had you know pretty busy time lately we've actually just had a little a uh new Bills Mafia member born into my family personally so it's been uh, uh an interesting couple of weeks to say the least but we're super happy to be back here talking some Bills football with everyone and it's it's going to be so good for her that in her first year as a Bills fan, they're going. Oh to my gosh, play. that's that's crazy. Good that, for her. Yeah. That's literally that's literally what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I was like, she. We're going to go seventeen and zero first year. <laughs> yeah, and and poor her, not going to remember a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> or last year's loss. <laughs> you just like prop her up like next to the TV after every loss, you know, and just like you were there, or after every win and loss, like you were there. I promise, like it was you were watching. <laughs> it's not even a bad idea, honestly. And later down the road, you'd be like, oh, yeah, here's a picture of that. Literally. Here's a picture of you uh, sitting next to Josh Allen getting interviewed during his Super Bowl MVP speech. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be insane. <laughs> it's going to um, be insane. Well, uh, we're getting into, uh, I guess we're going to talk about the schedule today. I know it's been like two months since it came out, but again, it's the dog days of July. And I feel like, uh, I don't know, some some Bills fans may have forgotten who we're playing. I certainly, have you put a gun to my head before I put all this little spreadsheet together and said, you know, name who we're playing? I, I probably would not have been able to get all of them, I don't think. Yeah, no, me either, besides, you know, <laughs> our usual opponents in the, the Jets, usual, Dolphins, and Pats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, our first, I mean, I don't know, pre- preseason, I guess we can talk about very briefly, even though it doesn't matter. Um, but the three teams that we're playing are really interesting because they'll probably be having their quarterbacks play, you know, like we're playing the Colts preseason week one. They'll probably have Matt Ryan, you know, doing some, some reps in the first half there. Uh, Broncos will probably want Russell Wilson out there and the Panthers. God only knows, you know, what's going to happen with their quarterback room. I mean, I'm assuming, you know, Baker's going to win the job, but yeah, I, I mean, I think he'll, Dar- he'll Darnold and Matt Corral. I don't, I don't know. You know, you never know. I think he'll play a good amount of that game. I feel like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine least, if he's if he's like you know he's battling for that position, mm-hmm. he's got it at least, especially against the Bills. I mean, I know it is preseason, but 
you know, he's got to prove himself somehow. I yeah, I mean, so he funny. Do, he doesn't have that much time before, uh, you know, training camp starts to even like just get familiarized with the team, you know, as a whole. Do you think they're going to like put Baker like automatically like in training camp? Like, okay, like you're QB1. Do you think they're just going to like throw Sam Darnold to the side like that? Or do you think they're going to make him like earn it? Like, how do you think that's going to well, work? I, I saw a tweet that said that he is actually going to have to earn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that too because I think I saw they, they were saying Darnold has had a great spring and I was like yeah but he's had a horrible four years uh, so what right. does that say I mean I, I assume they're probably going to do their coach speak and be like who knows you know Matt Corral or Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield you know they all have a chance but in in their heads I mean they know who they know which of these quarterbacks has won a playoff game you know like they know which of these players is better than the other. So I'm right. assuming it's going to be an open competition. And as long as Baker's shoulder, you know, is, is all right. I, I imagine he'll win that job fairly easily. Yeah. I was, uh, I kind of like looked into it too. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if like maybe a change of surroundings will help him too, especially being away from the Browns and stuff now. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, if I, him being like on the Browns kind of affected his morale in a way towards the end of his run there. I mean, I mean, I mean, even the beginning of his run, if you, if you look at Baker's like just career as a whole going from, you know, Hugh Jackson, you know, coming off of the Owen 16 season drafting Baker Mayfield, number one overall. And then, you know, they fire him and who's it was Freddie kitchen. Oh my no, no, gosh. Was, um, uh, Has he had three different coaches? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they had, oh they gosh. fired Hugh Jackson and they put an interim coach in there and it wasn't, it wasn't Freddie Kitchens, but after him, it was Freddie Kitchens. And then, was, you know, obviously that worked out horribly. And then they right. Kevin Stefanski. So he, yeah, he's had four head coaches. That's yeah. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's that, tough. that could be a huge, huge reason too. actually not. You mentioned that his reason for like, kind of, I don't know, towards the end there, he kind of just lost his way. I feel like. Oh, very much between the shoulder injury, you know, OBJ leaving, Jarvis Landry, like all those reports of like the entire wide receiver room hating Baker. It, I mean, you know, he, Baker Mayfield is also like not, I imagine, the easiest guy to get along with if you get off like on the wrong foot or something like that. You know, right. I don't know. He just seems like a fratty, fired up <laughs> football player. I, I imagine that kind of guy <laughs> can get a little rough around the edges at times, you know. Right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, he's going to be great specifically remember the last i think it, it might have been the last browns game of the season against the steelers mm-hmm. was big ben's last home game i don't it was like inconsistency like at yeah. times baker looked like he was amazing mm-hmm. and then like it would be like the next quarter and it looked like he's never played football a day in his life yeah he uh he, he had a real we i mean but again that i guess bring, brings it back around to like your other option is darnold so you know Pan- panthers what are you doing why are you even why are you even making it a competition? Um, not not to mention, uh, you know, going from Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to hopefully a healthy Christian McCaffrey, I feel like is going to help him a ton because oftentimes the Browns would just be like, "All right, Baker, we'll just have you throw it like fifteen times a game," and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt can rush it a combined like fifty times a game, and you know that that's how we're going to win games. Right, and. Uh, I mean, that's all well and good, but if your quarterback is the kind of guy that needs to throw like 30 to 40 times to get into like a rhythm, like maybe Baker Mayfield is, then, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey could 
probably be a little better for him in that way. And that, you know, dudes a little more utilized in the passing game. Cause they really yeah. did rely heavily on the run there. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. All right. That's, that's any other <laughs> Baker Mayfield Panthers. Uh, I, I, I think the Panthers will be competing for a, a, you know, wild card spot next year, probably in the seven wins to 11 wins, you know, very broad yeah. scope there, but you know, they'll, they'll be like a middle of the pack team. They improve their defense. They improve their offensive line. They definitely improve their quarterback. So, you know, it's, it's there for them. Yeah. I guess it'll kind of depend on how the saints do. Cause you figure Tampa's going to win the division pretty handily. Right. That is what you, th- uh, yeah. Depending on if, if, unless Jameis Winston all of a sudden turns on the, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, ludicrous speed, uh, right. in his development, uh, after yeah. a you torn know, ACL, right? Yeah. Somewhat, something was torn in his leg. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I remember, but I, I don't know for a little bit there, Jameis was going, he was looking all right. It wasn't too bad. And then he, no, but I mean, then he, he hurt himself. He was looking pretty solid. Yeah. Especially on the Rams or the, the, the Saints, that is. I'm looking at the Rams playing them first. The uh, I mean, the Saints are, you know, one of the more stable organizations. All that like weird cap stuff that they do aside, they're they're a they're a good organization and they've been a good organization, you know, for the last 10, 15, whatever years. So uh I d I don't know. That that NFC South race all of a sudden looks really, really interesting, other than the Falcons just sort of flopping around like Magikarp. Yeah. I wonder how Desmond Riddler is going to do. Yeah, I uh, I don't really know what the whole like because between him and Marcus Mariota, like, right? I mean, I feel like oof. he could win the job. He he very much could win that job. If not, yeah. he'll be in starting position by like week five. Yeah, um, if Mariota gets injured or if he just you know plays like he has, like the Nathan Peterman <laughs> year with yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, I don't know, let's get into our first actual actual opponent. We open the season Rams week one. That's that's a, that's a new thing for us. What when was the last time the Bills opened the season? I'm not even going to look at it. I assume it's been, <laughs> I assume it's been thirty whatever. Has it years. ever happened? Yeah. yeah, somewhere in the nineties, probably, <laughs> if, if that at all. Um, I mean, the Rams didn't really do a whole lot other than replacing Robert Woods with Allen Robinson. Um, they, they obviously signed Bobby Wagner to that big deal. Um, they extended Cooper Cup, Aaron Donalds, Matt Stafford, uh, and then they traded for Troy Hill, their uh, slot cornerback that they they traded to the Browns, and then they have traded back to themselves. I don't really know what's going on with that. Oh, and they cut they cut Johnny Hecker. He's he's finally off off the team after however many years that's been. Um, I don't know. I mean, Super Bowl champs. What do you guys think? How do you, how do you feel about this game opening the season? Um, I. I wasn't too iffy about it. I mean, I feel like it's great competition for the Bills, especially gets to see where we're at at the beginning of the season. I just get a little worried, you know, if there's going to be like first game jitters, that kind of thing. I know Josh Allen sometimes has them. I mean, we've seen that Mm -hmm. last year against the Steelers, but I feel like as long as they just kind of continue their hot streak, pick up where they left off, I think we'll be completely fine for this game. Um, it's like I said, it's great competition. It's a good opponent. So we really get to see what the bills are going to look like for the, you know, the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you already know that arena is going to be like three fourths bills mafia. So it might kind of feel like a, a home game, honestly, to open yeah. the season. Cause cool. I've, I've never met a Rams fan in my life, let alone one from who's actually from like LA. <laughs> you know what I mean? And bills mafia obviously travels real well. So 
I think the I think the Bills Mafia presence might help Josh Allen there feel a little more comfortable in the opening reps and everything. Yeah, that that would be good. That would be really yeah. What I what I felt good about towards the end of the season, especially on offense, is how well everyone was able to adjust to their opponent. Mm. Even if you know, I mean, the playoff game we looked phenomenal against Patriots. Zero complaints there. But like, say Kansas, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like the shootout too. But mm. I feel like if we needed to adjust, that would have been fine. But I most totally probably like the end of the season games were really. A little rocky there, I guess. That makes sense. Um, yeah, because there was that Falcons game that we played that was really, really weird. I mean, we won. Yeah, I don't. Family, that, but that the was whole like, game I, fell off. I'm trying to say it in a way where I'm not sounding like I'm like doubting at all. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm just like, you know, I just know the Bills can adjust, especially against the Buccaneers last year. I mean, the first half, like, what, like the first half Bills were like, I don't even know. But the second half bills were the bills we see in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know what adjustments they did. I don't know what they did in the locker room. Like, you know, what coaches put on their heads, what the players talked about. But I really just, you know, I want to see that drive, especially if, you know, the Rams game is not lucky to hot at first. It's okay because there's always a second half. Right. So, yeah. like, that's what I was going to say to people, too. Is just like, you know, I know some of the bills, they do, I mean, some of the guys are young, too. First game jitters, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's true. We got we still got some 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 young guys on the roster that you know have some some growing to do. But I mean, you're right. Like that that Patriots and that Chiefs game. Like I am definitely not like an X's and O's expert necessarily in football. But obviously, something was you know different in those games than in literally every other. I mean, quite frankly, every Bills game ever. Uh, so. I don't know if it's as simple as like riding that game plan. I don't know if it's as simple as like just riding that wave or I'm hopefully it was Ken Dorsey that orchestrated all that stuff. Um, and then now as our offensive coordinator, he can, you know, just keep that going. But I, I don't know, man, the Rams and Titans opening the season like that. That's, that's how, you know, cause as I will say, as nice as it is to open up the season with a home game against the jets at 1 PM, you know, that's <laughs> the, the entire league just kind of forgets about. Right. Uh, I I do think it's more important. Like I think that Steelers loss last year, like that, I think that was important for for the team. And I I think if they were to lose against the Rams, it would you know fire them up just as much as or if not more than uh, like beating the shit out of them. Right. Yeah, especially because I live in Pittsburgh, so I heard about that. that game for like an entire month. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but like I like. It's just I can't really put put it together besides it's just like a really good opponent. I feel like yeah, I mean, that's, be, that's really all it is. They're the Super Bowl, you know, defending champs. They're bringing back Cooper Cup. They're bringing back Aaron Donald. Stafford, I'm sure, has more confidence in himself than he's ever had. <laughs> the big storyline though is Von Miller. Yeah, they're losing Von Miller and adding you know Bobby Wagner. I mean, obviously, you know, they don't play the same position or anything like that, but. As far as just like superstar, you know, veteran defensive anchors go, uh, you know, what's that drop off going to be like? Is you know, is the is the Rams pass rush still going to be effective as like a four man front? Because uh, that's really what helped them in the playoffs is that they were able to just you know drop back seven guys and Von Miller and Aaron Donald kind of just took care of the rest. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, I'm definitely 
I'm definitely nervous for it. I'm really hoping we walk out with a win, but I can definitely see it being a close game. I could also see it, though. I could also just, I just have this vision in my mind of the Bills just laying down the lumber and just steamrolling this team. I know. Oh like, I could also just see that, too. Like, I don't know like, if you guys like the can first feel half that. Of the, yeah, uh, the I wanted to happen two years ago. Yeah, yeah, like a couple turnovers and the Bills just touchdown, touchdown. Like, I could just see that going to the first half it being like 28 to like three. Oh, dude. That's, yeah, I know. It's, considering how well they did last, it's just like, I can't, I don't even envision them losing. I just, envis- they're either going to be close or they're going to stomp them. That's how I feel. Yeah. And, and you know, remember, that's kind of how we all felt, I feel like, after the 2020 season. Because it was like, yeah. all right, 13 and three, lost to the Chiefs, you know, damn that sucks whatever going into the and then we go 11 and 6 you know and we were just talking about yeah, yeah. That, like, weird disappointing end of the season last year you know the regular season that is and then we get in the playoffs and you know complete domination for eight quarters you know minus the overtime uh so what you know it's like what the hell like where are our expect are our expectations supposed to be super high you know, are we supposed to be like tempering them a little bit this time? I don't know. I, I can't help myself, but keep them high. Right. Um, yeah. Especially again, opening the season against the Rams. And then, you know, now we can get into the Titans, you know, back to back primetime games. You got the Titans Monday night football. Um, they kind of also have not done a whole lot other than they're the, you know, the other half of that Robert Woods trade. Um so they, you know, replace Julio Jones with Robert Woods. We take Roger Saffold from them. Uh, and they, I don't know, their draft was okay, I guess. There's, there's not really a whole lot yeah. to say about the Titans as far as improvements go. I got I to gotta be honest. I, yeah, I don't know how that one will really turn out. That's uh, The Titans games are always weird for me. I don't, uh, like, know how it's going to go ever. I'm kind of just, like, middle ground. Yeah. I don't yeah, have too I, many I have opinions on them either. The Titans, like you know, ownership or, you know, their general manager, the front office, whatever. I feel like they kind of see like the not so good light at the end of the tunnel with, you know, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, where it's like that window is still technically open, but like it's, it's starting to close. Uh, yeah. It's not going to last you know, very long. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why they, they draft you know, Malik Willis in the third round, which I think we were all a little puzzled by, but I mean, you know, Tannehill is like 35 now, I want to say. And, you know, Derek Henry, when, once you get, you're a running back and you get injured once and you're a bruiser, you know, it's, it's going to happen again. So, right. I mean, I don't know. What, what do we think of it? Do we think we have a definitely a better chance against the Titans this year than we did last year and the year before? I mean, I think our run defense this year is going to be much improved. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's going to be huge and, you know, ultimately stopping Derek Henry, which is what we had trouble with last time, which led to all the play action. And then, you know, they were able to hang in the game with us and then ultimately win there at the end. So I, I think our run defense is going to be a whole, whole lot better this year. So I think we got a better chance, but then again, like it's the Titans, like you just, you don't really know. Yeah. I'm same boat was actually I'm, like, I feel the same exact way. I was going to say the same thing to be honest. Although they don't have AJ Brown, you know, obviously he went to Philadelphia and I heard that, I don't know. Did you guys hear that Traylon Burks was having issues with, asthma and he wasn't able to like participate in OTAs and stuff. And I don't, I don't know what's oh, going really? on with that. Um, yeah. I didn't see that. Hopefully you I didn't see that. that would yeah. be awesome. Cause I, uh, I recently, I started this year with a couple, a bunch of friends. We were doing a dynasty league for fantasy and, uh, oh, yeah. I was going through all the players and I kept reading that Traylon Burks, they were a little iffy on him cause he was having 
issues with asthma and whatnot, which usually <clears throat> wouldn't be a big deal, but yeah, you'd think they would have like figured that out in, you know, right. college or ho- ho- hopefully they can like get that settled or whatever. I mean, asthma is no joke. I, I have it whenever I'm sick. It's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it, but um, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. They traded AJ Brown to the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. The Titans are, are running with Robert. Fans were not happy about that. No, I, I wouldn't have been too. I mean, AJ Brown is a legit, like, I mean, he's, he's not like a top three wide receiver or anything like that, but he's definitely like a top three, you know, he, he's got that talent level where he, any, any one season, he could be a top three wide receiver, you know? And who would have seen this coming? Like last year, it's like, okay, they acquire Julio Jones and everyone's freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, like AJ Brown, Julio Jones, like, you know, best wide receiver corpse in the league. And now it's like, they have neither. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Julio Jones was a complete bust, like went absolutely nowhere. And they traded away AJ Brown all of a sudden. So it's like, they went from that to this. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what the, I don't, I don't know if the plan is just run Derrick Henry into the ground, which I mean, Hey, Let's do it, man. We it got, might work. We, again, there's a reason we added Tim Settle, you know, Daquan Jones, even Jordan Phillips. Yeah, our, the middle of our line is way, way beefier yes. now than it, yep. than it has been in the past. So, I mean, uh, Derrick Henry is going to have a hell of a time getting through that. Uh, I mean, th- their backup dude, Deontay Foreman, is also really good and, you know, a little more like a speed back than Derrick Henry is. But uh, – I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not scared of the Titans the way I have been in previous years. I'm, I'm kind of ready to like steamroll over them and hopefully we can steamroll over them right into our first normal game against the dolphins. Um, who I think we have the most to talk about as far as changes, my God. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, the dolphins did a lot this year and I think they were planning on doing a lot between, you know, first they hire Mike McDaniel as a coach, which, you know, great hiring <clears throat> outside of all the Brian Flores, you know, weirdness and lawsuits that's going on. Don't forget about that. <laughs> um, they signed Melvin Ingram from the chiefs. They signed, they got a ton of running backs, Sony, Michelle, Raheem Moster and chase Edmonds. Uh, they, you know, have Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. Now they got Cedric Wilson, the wide receiver from the Cowboys. And then they improve their offensive line uh, in the draft. They signed Teron, uh, Teron Armstead to a big old deal. And then obviously the Tyree kill, uh, the Tyree kill trade, biggest trade of the off season, maybe. Um, I don't know. The dolphins are obviously a much better team. They have been in the past, but Tua is still their quarterback. So well, I don't know where, where are we at with them guys? I, w- I was going to say that too. I mean, you could do all that, but as long as your quarterback isn't up to par, it is what it is. And the after that, yeah. but I feel like, but um, I saw something on Twitter yesterday. That they, one of the players said that, Tua actually looks really good. But with that being said, I don't know. Like, we've heard, I don't know. I just feel like there's like a cycle with that guy. It was like, he'll look good, but then he does bad. Like, last year he looked amazing, and then out of nowhere he just like, towards the end of the season, I don't know what happened. They were about to make the playoffs, too. Yeah, they were fighting for a spot. Yeah, I just, I don't. And I don't, I like the Dolphins try to like keep competition mm-hmm. and I don't want to be like that like non-humble Bills fan but I just feel like it's always like in the end the Dolphins could do like all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. but it always falls down on their quarterback in the end every time yeah I mean that's that's how it's been the last few years all the you know we're since Josh Allen 
you know, entered the league, we've lost against them one time and it's because Charles Clay can't catch a guy. Right. right. Um, <clears throat> if we all remember that, that game way back when. Um, but I mean, the question really is, can Mike McDaniel scheme a victory against the bills using Tyreek Hill, you know, because no matter who the team is that we're playing against, no matter who the quarterback is, we're playing against, if Tyreek Hill can get the ball in space, you know, a handful of times, that alone could be enough to, you know, score them two, even even three touchdowns, if not himself, then, you know, like setting them up for, you know, a score. And I mean, that that alone at least makes me, you know, a little iffy about the Dolphins this year than, you know, I have been in, in previous years. But I, again, as long as two is their quarterback, I'll, you know, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. That is, it's, it's, it's still a long way out for them, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... Like, you know, there's the, there's the Bills fan in me. That's just like, you know, like what, what's the five and one in the last like eight seasons, yeah, something so. like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like we pretty much have owned them, you know, handily in the last three to four years. So, you know, there's that part of me that's like, yeah, we're just going to like crush dolphins. But I mean, I mean, I do respect the off season moves that they've made. I respect, you know, uh, the new coach that's coming in. So it, you know, we're going to have to see, like you said, it's going to be a mm. I'll believe it when I see it <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but I will say, you know, Hey, we got Kyrie Elam now. Uh, do you think we're going to see him matched yeah. up one-on-one against Tyree kill? Because, you know, we've had Brandon Bean saying specifically they brought <clears throat> Kyrie in for those bigger mm-hmm. wide receivers. Cause Kyrie is bigger and, you know, he's faster and he's plays a lot more physical. Yeah. I, I could see them kind of using him as like a press man guy against Tyree kill in that game. You know, it's like almost like a box and one in basketball. If you guys know, know that move. It, it would be really interesting to see Kyrie Elam just like attempt to shut down Tyree Kill because even like limiting Tyree Kill to like even if Tyree Kill got a hundred yards, but those hundred yards were in like ten catches, like I, I would consider that a win. As long as Tyree Kill doesn't get any kind of like a you know right. forty to sixty yard, you know whatever the hell, like I, I would consider it a win. I mean, uh, that's really the only way that that they beat us. I think we know we can contain him in the zone scheme. But the issue is they yeah. just throw it to him underneath and boom, you know, it's like 10 yards, every play easily. Uh, yeah. So then they I, just, I have a us. feeling, I have a feeling Tyreek Hill is going to be getting the ball a lot in that like negative five to 10 yards, you know, out from the line of scrimmage like that, that little zone. I have a feeling Tyreek Hill is going to be getting a ton of handoffs, you know, flips, screens, all, all kinds of that stuff. And that's where Tua actually does a little better. Yeah, I mean it. Really, I mean that's why Tua was drafted. The dude's accurate. He can get the ball there. It's just a, whether or not you know a noodle arm starts coming in, or if you know he, he's having a hard time reading like an NFL defense. That's that's the issue for him. He'll, he'll he'll put the ball there. It's just you know a matter of the guy being open or the defense not being there. Um, <clears throat> I don't know any other any other Dolphins thing. We'll get into it when we're talking about the Patriots. We don't play them till later in the season, but. Dolphins traded Devontae Parker to the Patriots, which was a really weird, weird move, I think. I'm good on the Dolphins. I mean, you guys said what I was going to say. Anyway. It's kind of like, we. I think we like agree on the same thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the Dolphins have been the, the, the same story all these past years. For them, it's as, as much of all these changes that they've made, it's it's still a, like, come and beat us. Yeah, like, how are they going to answer for it? And um, that's really just what it is to me. Yeah. Also, uh, for like, I think the third year in a row, we're playing at the Dolphins early in the season when it's still like hot as all hell down in Miami. Why? Why can't I feel like the Dolphins need to like have all of their home games later in the season because it's just I feel like it's just mean. 
But then you have the Dolphins fans complaining, oh, like, really? We have to come to Buffalo in, like, December <laughs> when it's, like, frozen, yeah, right. you know? I'll it's, take that over over 105 degrees. It's kind of interesting, though. I, I just, out of curiosity, I looked up the Dolphins' schedule, and they, they mm-hmm. open against the Patriots at home, but then they have to go to Baltimore, and then they play us at home for the third game of the season. So mm. that'll be kind of interesting to see. But Yeah, I mean, they, they could walk out of that those those first two games two and zero, yeah, fairly fairly easy I think. I mean, getting into now the Raven, yeah, we have back to back games in week four and five against the Ravens and Steelers. Yeah, um, the Ravens. I mean, they had a great draft. That's that's the biggest thing with them. They've they've you know they ditched Marquise Brown to to the Cardinals and they drafted some really really good like key pieces or you know between Linderbaum the center, Kyle Hamilton the safety. Um, they drafted David Ojabo who tore his Achilles, but he'll be, he'll be maybe back for like the end of the season playoff run, something like that. Um, <clears throat> they replaced Sam cook, their punter with, uh, Jordan stout from, I think he's Penn state. Um, I mean the, the Ravens are basically the same team as last year, just with some like random good young players. Now, um, I, I, I'm not really all that scared of them either i guess like the first the first game i'm really looking at now is the, is the chiefs game in week six because Ra- ravens and steelers back to back does not really put a whole lot of fear into me i don't know unless what do you guys think lamar jackson is he gonna pull out a win you know uh, i think well let's see here josh allen and lamar jackson i think they're one and one in their head-to-heads <clears throat> i'm pretty sure uh, I think we lost first time well, playing Lamar Jackson. Yeah, to, to be fair, that first game was like the second game of his first season. Okay, and I think I think he we lost like forty eight to was like it three? Yeah, that I I don't know if I would because I think I think that game had him come in in like the second half if okay. I if I'm remembering correctly. So really, that the only game that they've like earnestly played against each other was that playoff game, right? And I mean that that like the Ravens play us tough. I, it's always yeah. like a mm-hmm. low scoring kind of grudge match. It usually opens up, you know, in the end of third, early fourth quarter, like what we saw in that playoff game. But, you know, yeah. I mean, I think they'll play us hard, but, you know, again, I feel like they're a one dimensional team that is a little bit easier to plan for. They don't have any standout wide receivers besides, you know, Bateman, who's, you know, we don't really know quite yet what he's going to be supposedly good, but, that, yeah. you know, I mean, they're one dimensional, like we've really tightened up the defense. It's, you know, as long as they can control, Lamar Jackson, which we completely shut down Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. He, you know, couldn't do it really much of his magic at all. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. to see the same. And hopefully, you know, I Josh Allen's, in my opinion, you know, levels ahead of Lamar Jackson. So oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't think we should have a problem. I mean, it is, it is an away game, but that doesn't really bother me either. Yeah. Th- this is a game that I think, might might be the first game that we really see like some utilization of like Terrell Bernard, Teron Johnson, like a third safety, you know, whether it's Hamlin or, or Johnson or something like that. I don't know, just so, some new way to contain Lamar Jackson, because there, I mean, there's a reason we drafted Terrell Bernard to be like a bigger nickel than, you know, Taron Johnson. So, right. I don't know that it's, it's going to be interesting how they, how they utilize that, like, you know, 11th man, if you want to call him that, uh, on the defense, I mean, really, really a ton of our first few games, uh, you know, have big question marks like that between the Titans with Derrick Henry and the Dolphins and Tyree kill. And I don't know, it's, it's, our defense is the same, you know, for the most part between, you know, the key pieces like Ed Oliver and Greg Rousseau and our, you know, Trey white, our linebackers, our safeties, like those, those like key pieces are still the same, but 
all the, all the additions like Vaughn Miller and Kyrie Elam and Terrell Bernard, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how the new guys are utilized against these like specific matchups, you know, like Tyree kill, like Lamar Jackson, like Derek Henry. I mean, the Steelers don't really have anyone that, you know, I'm, I'm like, wired in on like oh we have to stop them i know deontay johnson had that whatever the hell was it a tweet where he said he's a top three wide receiver in the league like all right buddy <laughs> i don't know about that one yeah yeah what do we think is deontay johnson a top three wide receiver in his division mm. <clears throat> between jamar chase tyler boyd uh amari cooper on the browns now like i honestly t. Higgins. I don't, yeah t higgins i honestly someone someone on the stewards said that actually they were top three in the league. Like yeah, they, all I think it was, it was Deontay Johnson. Or wait, was it Chase Claypool? It was Chase Claypool. I think. Oh, was it Chase Claypool? Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. E- no, either one of those guys is is not, a, I don't think, a top three wide receiver in there. No, it was Chase Claypool, and no, he is not anywhere near. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe he could be this year. But Yeah, uh, but yeah he is on the Steelers. Yeah, right. You got Kenny Pickett throwing to you. So let's let's wait yeah. and see how that goes first. I mean, not not to doubt him immediately or anything, but like let's let's wait and see how that goes. Right. Um this the Steelers, I mean, you know, they, Big Ben's finally gone. Finally, my god. Uh Stefan Tuitt followed him as well. They brought in Miles Jack, the linebacker from the Jaguars, and they signed Levi Wallace obviously away from us. Sad. Um but I I mean the Steelers like the kind of same as the Ravens. Like I'm I'm not seeing a whole lot different other than the quarterback and you know even then is Kenny Pickett going to be that much better in his fifth game as a rookie than you know Big Ben was you know as a crippled old man you don't think it's going to be the MVP <laughs> it it could be that is that is still possible I'm, I'm wondering I mean, how much his time in Buffalo is going to improve how he performs in camp yeah say if he has like a better understanding of the game sees it better anything like that because he, I mean, he didn't really play a whole lot. He just, you know, end of games. There, there was never really like a, all right, Mitch Trubisky is our quarterback for the next game and a half because you know Josh Allen is turf toe or you know something like that. There was, there was never any anything like that. So I, I, I am definitely interested to see how Mitch does at least in like preseason. Him, him versus Pickett. But I don't know. I, I'm expecting by week five they'll probably have Pickett out there. Really? Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I know. I do know. I think they wanted Mitch to start though at the beginning at least yeah i i mean a guy like mike tomlin i imagine he'd, he'd want uh you know more veteran guy i mean hey Mitch yeah. Trubisky has won a playoff game i know i know that's not like the end-all be-all you know of it but it, it's it is something he's been there yeah he's he, he has been there yeah the and the, Steel, the, Bears. Know, the steelers are the franchise that is like yeah we make we have to make the playoffs every year you know that's just how it were i mean yeah they were, i think there was that one year they didn't but they still went you know eight and eight oh. or whatever I was like Mason Rudolph within the fly. Yeah, exactly. The hey, poor fans. <laughs> that was a funny season. Is that yeah, the season where he got smacked in the head? I think so. Yeah, helmet. yeah. My, when Miles Garrett just decided to go full helmet to yeah. the head with it. Oh, yeah, it God. A, that, that was a, one of the more interesting things I've ever seen live on television. Yeah, for sure. Not, not like... But, not like bad or crazy. I mean, it was bad, obviously. But it's just, just like, like it's not normal. But the, yeah, that doesn't have them. Not That's not what you expect. Uh, moving on, I guess we got the Chiefs uh, before our bye win. That is a uh, interesting little stretch there. We got Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, bye, and then Packers. Oof. 
Um, but the Chiefs, I mean, I don't know. They, they, you know, obviously we're done with Tyreek Hill, which is just great, you know, but they added Marquise Valdez, Scantling, uh, and Juju. They drafted Sky Moore, who's not, you know, Tyreek Hill or anything, but I don't know. He's, he's short and he's fast. So look out. Uh, and then they drafted Trent McDuffie ahead of us, you know, as cornerback, uh, they're out of Washington. Um, so, th- I mean, the Chiefs are basically the same team, just with some different peripheral wide receivers and no Tyreek Hill. So it's, is it now just a question of like, can we keep Travis Kelsey under 75 yards or what, what do you guys think? I mean, ask yourself if, if, uh, if the chiefs didn't have Tyree kill in that playoff game last year, do they win the game? I think we win by multiple scores. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's a much different story with them without Tyree kill. And it's going to be a bigger impact than mm-hmm. some people, especially chiefs fans may be willing to admit. I do yeah, remember oh, definitely last right. season, the beginning mm-hmm. chiefs had Jody Fortson in, and he was looking real good. But then he immediately hurt himself. That's true. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying you'd be like, you know, probably should just at least stay on the radar for them too. Cause he's coming back this season. That's true. Yeah. He'll, he'll oh. be back. I mean, not, again, not to mention MVS, Juju, Sky Moore. They, you know, they kept, uh, do they keep Miko Hardman? I think too. Yeah. He's still there. Pring, I know Pringle is gone. He's on the, right. I'm almost, now, I think. I'm almost certain that Jody sports is supposed to start. If I'm not mistaken when he comes back. Really? But yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, so I, I was just surprised. like, I don't know. He did look good when he was, before he got injured, he looked great, but it was like short lived because he got injured pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I guess I we'll see. I could see the chiefs kind of keeping like Travis Kelsey is like the, you know, number one option, you know, wide receiver, tight end, whatever, but Tyree kills catches and, you know, his like share of the offense. I could see it just getting like pretty evenly split between, you know, MVS and Juju and sky Moore and Fortson. Like I, I could see them just sort of going with like a platoon wide receiver room. Cause really none of these guys strike me as like, you know, number one wide receiver. That's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, they're all pretty mid. Uh, the look, like, look at Andrew Lee, other number one wide receivers in just even that division, like the Raiders have Devonte Adams, you know, the Broncos have, depending on who you want to put as their wide receiver one, you know, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Right. Um, and then, you know, the chargers obviously with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, like the number one wide receiver, you know, in the rest of their division is like pretty, pretty spot on, pretty handled, but, uh, right. the, the chiefs, it's sort of, it's sort of up for up, up in the air. I don't, I don't really know what they're going to do. And that's why it, it would be very cathartic for our, you know, sort of new look defense to just come in and like shut them down and beat. I mean, you know, the, the way we kind of beat them in the regular season last year, what was the final score of that one? Like 30, 38 to 23 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a really nice win. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't matter if you can't do it in the playoffs. So exactly. I, I, it, it's, it'll be a nice preview though. You know, it's, 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 the, the Chiefs game in the regular season now every year, it really doesn't matter if we win or lose. Like, obviously, it's nice if we win, but it's basically just like each team is getting a preview of the playoffs, right? Uh, you know, as far as we can see. Yeah. I mean, I know we, you know, we're not, we're not going to like go in there thinking we're going to like, you know, destroy them and that all of a sudden they're irrelevant because of Tyree Kill. Like, you know, like that's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, they still have Andy Reid. You know, that's a huge, that's a, uh, you know, really great possible hall of fame coach in the future there. And, you know, mm-hmm. of course we always play in arrowhead except for what did we play in Buffalo last year? One time. It seems um, like we're always in arrowhead. 
No, I think I think last year's regular season game was an arrowhead too. Yeah, now now this one is as well. It's I think it's just yeah, like the the way the schedule shakes out. It's not like a specific reason or anything like that. Yeah, uh, just some sometimes like the divisional, uh, or not the divisional, the the interdivision like home and away stuff. Mm-hmm. Just you, you sometimes I guess you just get screwed. Um, yeah. So I mean, going into our bye week, that's Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs. It's Six a tough games. First half of the season. It, it's it's a pretty rough opening, and you know us like a loss at the Chiefs, Rams, and then one of like the Ravens, Titans, Steelers. Like three and three, I I would not be like that surprised just based on the fact that you know Rams and Chiefs are two of those teams. You know, it's 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 not at all out of the realm of possibility. Um, but I, I think I'm hoping for more like a four and two, five and one, you know, yeah. record. I, I think that's what we'll end up with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going, I mean, going into the bye. And I, I'm, you know, hoping, hoping we'll be feeling good. And then we, we come right out of it with a primetime game at home against the Packers and the Packers, you want to talk about kind of new look team. I mean, again, it's sort of similar to the Tyree kill trade where it's like, what are they going to be without Devonte Adams? Because I mean, they, semi replaced him with, you know, they signed Sammy Watkins, who is on his, what feels like 32nd team. (laughs) Um, They drafted Christian Watson, that big, fast, tall dude out of uh, North Dakota state. I mean, those two alone could maybe make up for, you know, like a, like a quarter or half of Devontae Adams production, but the dude's the best wide receiver in the league and they, they lost him. So I don't, I mean, they still got Aaron Rodgers, obviously, but can Aaron Rodgers at age, is he 40 yet? I don't, I don't think he's 40 quite yet. Maybe he's like 39 turning 40. Yeah. Um, I think can, can, can Aaron Rodgers figure it out basically between Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, and then, you know, they're the other wide receivers that they still have, you know, between like Alan Lazard and they still got Randall Cobb, I think. Right. Um, I don't know, man, that Packers game. Cause again, the last time we played the Packers was we got absolutely throttled by them in Josh Allen's rookie year, because I think Peterman was, was the starter. So it's, we, we really have not played the Packers in the Josh Allen era. Right. I mean, nice thing is it's at home. So mm-hmm. we get a, That's true. we get a home Sunday night football game. So that'll be a lot of fun. Crowd will be fired up. Um, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen definitely have a, you know, pretty good relationship off the field, as you could see during that golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. um, so I think, you know, they'll definitely both be playing really hard, but mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I feel like this is a game we should win. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a game that if we can win the chiefs and Packers games to like bookend the bye week that would just, I mean, that, that would really top it off that, that, uh, I think that would that would like catapult my expectations somehow higher. I mean, because this re- this could be the only time Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen play against each other in their career, which is pretty could be. pretty crazy. I mean, if if the Bills go like in these first eight games, well, from seven because of the bye, if they go like five and two, like mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of the season's going to seem like an absolute cakewalk. Like the rest of these teams yeah. here, like comparatively, because the only other team remaining that puts any sort of fear in me is the Bengals and we'll, we'll get there, but right. you know, it's kind of funny. So we, we have the chiefs, then the bye week and the Packers and the jets and that jets game, as much as we'll, we'll laugh at the, at the jets always, that feels like such a trap game. Like, you know, like imagine we like beat the chiefs by week. We're all, you know, high off that victory. Then we beat the Packers and we go into the jets like in New Jersey. And it's, it's just like, 
we, we lose like 13 to like nine or something like that. Oh my like, gosh. Just, we have a Jaguars week. That, yeah, ex- exactly. It just feels like such a weird trap game right after, you know, back to back two of the yeah. best opponents in the league. Um, I mean, but to, to talk about the changes that the jets made, obviously their draft was probably phenomenal, the best out of anyone, um, between getting sauce, getting Garrett Wilson, getting Jermaine Johnson, the guy that I was predicting for like 15 picks in a row. Uh, and then Brees Hall, who, I mean, again, I have some reservations about Brees Hall as, you know, where he was selected in the draft. And I, I think James Cook is a better player. I think Kenneth Walker is going to be a better player. But Brees Hall is definitely an upgrade for them at running back, you know, than yeah. what they've had in previous years. They're, you know, previous years, they've just been going on this, like, weird platoon thing. Like, I, I can't even name you, other than Frank Gore, I can't really name you Jets running back over the last couple of years. Just cause Michael it's been Carter. So, well, yeah, they have Michael. They still have him on the team, right? Right. Yeah, I I imagine he'll probably end up signing like a, a lengthier contract somewhere else once his rookie deal is up. But um, I mean, they added CJ Uzoma from the Bengals, which is a great tight end for Zach Wilson to throw to. They added Lakin Tomlinson from the Chiefs. Um, I, I mean, the Jets are a, a better team than last year. Like, don't get me wrong, and oh, I think Zach, sure. Zach Wilson is going to show some improvement because I, I do think Zach Wilson is like a legit starting quarterback in the NFL. Again, that may not mean that he's a good one, but I, I think he he's a starter. Uh, but does that mean that the Jets are going to win, you know, five or six games? Like, yeah, probably. And again, that's an improvement for them. You know, that's that's a right. major step up from you know the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is they're surrounding uh, Zach Wilson with weapons, kind of like what the Buffalo Bills <clears throat> did with Josh Allen. I mean, they got some pretty mm-hmm. good. He's got some good weapons this year at his disposal. You know, he's got guys to throw to. He's got a, you know, semi like supposed to be reliable running back now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, because after, after 15 years, you know, of, of Mark Sanchez, like almost getting them there kind of sort of, right. uh, you know, the, the weird in between stuff uh, from like 2000, like 13 to 2018. And then, you know, they get Sam Darnold and now Zach Wilson. And it's just like, I, I, I like what they're doing with drafting Garrett Wilson, CJ Uzoma, bringing in uh Brees Hall, because Zach Wilson, like you said, he just needs options. Just get him, get him some people to throw to. Because the dude, the dude is a gunslinger. He's got an arm. Uh, and again, if even if that only leads you to six or seven wins or whatever, that's great. Just instill some confidence in the kid. You know, get him, get him some people to throw to, and let him improve his career instead of you know being dragged down by Adam Gase. Right. Right. And hopefully they uh, like, like Sam Darnold did take some wins away from the Dolphins and Patriots. That'd be great. That, that'd be very fun. I mean, again, I, I still expect us to beat up on the Jets and I wish we were opening the season against them because it really does. It, it really is fun. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'm I, as like a as a non Bills fan as just like a football fan. I'm definitely excited for the Jets to just like be more relevant than they have been in previous years. But I'm, I'm still expecting the, the Bills to kind of beat down on them. Yeah. Um, jumping into one of the weirder teams on our schedule, the Vikings are in the, the strangest form of purgatory in my mind right now. Like what, <laughs> what, where, where are we at with the Vikings and everything they've done? I've like done no research into the Vikings. Actually, let me pull that sheet that you gave us. Yeah. yeah I, I sent it to you last night. Yeah. So it's I mean, like, like yeah. They have a new GM in Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, who's like a super analytics-based guy. And they they brought in Kevin O'Connell as the head coach. He's a Rams dude. He's, you know, Sean McVay, Pal Shanahan, Tree dude. They gave Kirk a, another extension. So 
2023, he signed on for like 35 million. And then, I mean, they brought back Patrick Peterson, uh, Zadarius Smith. They got him from the Packers. You know, they took Harrison Phillips uh, from us, the defensive tackle. And then they drafted in the first two rounds, Lewis seen the safety out of Georgia and Andrew Booth, the cornerback out of Clemson. So they're, I mean, their defense is pretty stout. I mean, it's, it's, it's got some pieces on there, but their offense is, I mean, it's, it's the Kirk cousins question, you know, it's the, it's the, can he lead them to the playoffs this time? And can he, you know, trip himself into the Super Bowl? Right. Right. I mean, you have, you know, question mark there with, uh, cook, you know, is he going to be able to stay healthy throughout the whole year? Mm-hmm. Um, Adam too. Thielen was having issues yeah. last year. Yep. Um, obviously Justin Jefferson, like, you know, awesome. superstar, I, I expect nothing more than, or nothing less than, you know, like 1500 plus yards out of that, that dude. I mean, he's, I, I would not be super surprised if he's like a, uh, like a wide receiver MVP candidate next year, which is to say not a real candidate because only quarterbacks win the award, but like <laughs> he'll be the wide receiver that everyone's talking about. Like, Oh, should he get some votes? You know, like, I, I would not be surprised at that. I, that kid's talented. I, I see it as a bit of a trap game. Possibly. You never mm-hmm. know. Like sometimes the ball, the doll or not the dolphins. Uh, sometimes the Vikings, they just, you know, they come out great. And other times they just come out pretty flat, you know, yeah. hey, hey, the, uh, the last time we played the Vikings was the first fun game of Josh Allen's career. Oh yes. The leap, the leap, his first victory. He had that like diving rushing touchdown into the corner of the end zone. Uh, that, that, that game was pretty awesome. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can do a little repeat of that. Mm. And especially considering, you know, new coaching staff, new, uh, new general manager. I don't know. Hopefully we can pounce on a relatively young ish coaching staff. Um, right. After the Vikings, me, we got the Browns. For me, the Vikings, it's like oh, it's yeah. one of those teams for me that I don't even like really look into ever. <laughs> like the only one in the, in the NFC, them. they're hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, like I should have looked over the Vikings, but I was like, eh, I think I'll know something. But then I'm looking at your list, and I'm like, I don't know anything about the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, no, no. There, there are definitely some teams that fall in and out of like my mind just in general, the way that like the Sacramento Kings do for everyone. Like before they won the Super Bowl, I think the Seattle Seahawks were one of those teams for me that I just like, I just kind of never thought about. I don't know if it's just because they're so far away. Like we obviously never play them more than, you know, just once every four years, that's every NFC team, but they were just so like not front and center. And that's kind of how the Vikings have felt since that like Stefan Diggs touchdown. Yeah. And I mean, also you have green Bay, you know, dominating that yeah. uh, division for how many years now? 15 years plus. Yeah. 15 ish years in a row. And then like the lions and the bears just kind of like also being super irrelevant in general, yeah. just kind of, it, it, cause yeah, you, I think of the NFC North and I'm just like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Like that's, that's all it really is. Right. Um, I don't know. Jumping into the Browns uh, between their quarterback, whatever the hell I'm assuming it's going to be Jacoby Brissett at that time, but you know, who, who knows, I guess. Um, as far as moves that they made, uh, I mean, you know, they don't have Jarvis Landry anymore. Their wide receiver core is, you know, they got Amari Cooper from the Cowboys. They signed Jakeem Grant from the, the Dolphins. Uh, they gave a lot of their guys extension, you know, Clowney and Njoku and Dearness Johnson, Denzel Ward. They all got extensions. Uh, they traded us Case Keenum for some reason. I really feel like they should have kept Case Keenum on the team because, you know, they don't have a quarterback right now. Right. But uh, that was when they were uh, 
jumping the, the, the gun there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't we don't really know yet. But uh, th- this Browns game, the fact that it's week eleven, it's kind of like who knows? Like who, who? Who? It doesn't. We don't really know what version of the Browns team we're going to be getting. Yeah, I think after the after the bye week for me, it's like everything's up in the air. I don't know why. It, I mean, we, we play some some teams that are in, you know, a little bit of flux between the Packers with, you know, losing Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Just like, is he just going to keep being the MVP? I don't really know. The Vikings being yeah. a weird question mark. The Browns being a weird question mark. The Lions being like, like a bad team, but also yeah. the, like a good, like fiery young team that could win any game. The Browns. That's what we have after the Browns. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel like if they don't have a quarterback, I'm not really, I don't know. Their fate might be uh, sealed once, you know, all that stuff happens and finishes off with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, they, who knows? They, there's a chance that they just say this season is just a bust and just Jacoby Brissett, go ahead and lead us to three wins and, you know, what, yep. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's really how I see it. Like, I mean, if everything falls where it looks like it's going to fall in place, they might be their season might already be ruined. So mm-hmm. that, that's how I see the Browns right now. I, I don't want, I don't advocate for anything that's going on their quarterback at all. So like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I mean, whatever happens to them happens to them, but I can't see it going too well. I mean, yeah. at, at least where it's at now, I don't see it finishing off too well for them. That's the hope. I mean, it's, I guess e- even if Jacoby Brissett is their quarterback, I mean, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt could still like, attempt to run us into the ground but again with our improved interior defensive line like that's the kind of thing that we're trying to completely eliminate this year you know like no no running back should get like an easy 100 yards on us this year there's no no way but then Um, we got the thanksgiving game yeah yeah we have i forgot about that for the uh, third year in a row we got a thanksgiving game. are the bills Um, becoming the new norm for thanksgiving question mark i i mean i wouldn't necessarily be against it it's kind of cool I, I'm I'm digging it. Um, so we yeah we play the Lions and the Lions are bringing back just about the same team, but add in you know Jamison Williams and DJ Chark as you know the wide receiver room, which is kind of a great wide receiver room. And then Aiden Hutchinson, who is going to be a super interesting player to watch. Um, I I don't know Lions as being like our Lake Erie Bros. I'm, I always cheer for them, and I'm kind of really looking forward to this game. Um, because I hope hopefully by then Jameson Williams is like back and you know fully up to speed. Right. He he is probably the rookie that is not on the Bills roster that I'm most excited to watch just because I don't know. I mean the the dude has 99 overall speed. That's that's really all it is. <laughs> it's fun. Should be a win. Hopefully, I mean a little <clears throat> yeah. 12 30 Thanksgiving Day victory. Yeah, I don't. They're pretty young, so I don't know. I don't. Really I just. See them uh, yeah, I don't. And Jared Goff. Yeah, right now to me, it's just like it's just the Lions, I guess, in my head. Yeah. I mean, as uh, as exciting that. and young and fun as they are, and like where to watch last year, it's still like they're the they're the Lions. You know, there there's a reason. They're yeah. Number two overall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got some pieces, but you know, they're still years away. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for like the 2025 Lions. You know, very right. very excited for that. Um, moving into our first Patriots game, uh, at the Patriots, another back-to-back Thursday night games. Um, the Patriots are a worse team, I think. I, I think. What do you, what do you guys think? I, I, uh, I don't, 
I thought, because knowing Bill, you know, you think he had, you had, he has something in store. Like, okay. Like he's, he's doing his magic, but nothing happened. Like, yeah, but we're in July like, and they still don't have an offensive coordinator. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe uh, I have no idea. I, I want to know what the uh, players in the locker room are thinking is going on. Yeah. Especially with, uh, with space, JC Jackson gone too. Right. Mm, like, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. I have no idea what they're go- like to me right now. The bills are, have no problem beating them. So like, I don't really. Yeah. I think I mean, it's just like a weird spot. Jets. <laughs> yeah. Take, away, like, take away the automatic assumption, the automatic assumption that we have the Patriots are always good. Like they could finish last in the division just between Mac Jones. You know, it's only a second year. Regression is not that, you know, out of a thing. Getting rid of Shaq Mason, uh, you know, Devontae Parker is now like their wide receiver one, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, them not having an offensive call, uh, play caller or maybe game plan. I don't really know what the hell's going on there. Like the, it, with the Patriots finishing with like five wins and the Jets finishing with six and the Dolphins finishing with like eight. Like, would that really surprise you guys that much? I don't know. No. I mean, are, am, I, am I being too cocky a Bills fan? I don't know. I just, I feel like they didn't do anything. I feel like Mac Jones, like you said, he has the potential to get better or regress. Not really sure which he still doesn't have like a wide receiver one to really throw to. Um, didn't really add any weapons for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, what are they going to do? Just keep down <clears throat> in the rock with Damian Harris. And <laughs> yeah. Right. Ronde Stevenson worked for one game last year against us. Right. Especially that, Stomping we gave them. I don't really. They <laughs> yeah, kind of. They might have. They might have uh, scared. That might have scared Bill a little bit. <laughs> I hope so because I feel like, especially when a team, especially when a team has a really, really good coach like Bill Belichick, the the quicker that a fan, you know, reverts to like, yeah, but we have Bill Belichick, the worse your team is going to be. Because I've talked to some Patriots fans. And like the third thing they've said is like, ah, I trust Bill. And it's like, yeah, but you need other things. You know, they say, they talk about how they, uh, how they, you know, brought in like what they do, Jabril Peppers and they drafted Cole Strange and those couple fast guys, Marcus Jones and Tyquan Thornton, both going to be like, I don't know, kick returning phenoms, I guess, for them. But uh, outside of that, what do they have other than the fact that just Bill Belichick is still their coach? Right. Not, not a whole lot. Got to be honest. Um, yeah, supposed to be like, Matt, I don't know, because they haven't really talked about Matt too much either, if he's doing well or not, like in the offseason. Yeah, and that maybe could just be like an assumption of like, you know what, it's, yeah, same old, same old, he's, yeah. he's, doing, he's doing fine. So, like, yeah, I mean, as, as for the Patriots, for now, I'm just like, we're good. I'm not really worried about them. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in the slightest. <clears throat> yeah, we have we have back to back to back games against the division. We do Patriots, then Jets, then Dolphins. Those would be three really fun games to win in a row. Uh, man, actually, you're right. Our second half of the schedule. I don't want to say like a cakewalk, but playing the the possibly Jacoby Brissett Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bears right in a row. That's that's a nice <laughs> that's a nice little uh, stretch of games. Right. Um, so Pick I mean that momentum. Bear, that Bears game. We're at week 16 now. We've got Nathan Peterman, of course. Um, they drafted defense, even though they need offense. Then they traded Khalil Mack to the Chargers. They signed Byron Pringle, Equanimous St. Brown. I mean, the Bears are kind of, you know, the Bears right now. <laughs> There's not 
Yeah, I think it really depends on what happens with Justin Fields and how he does with the new uh, head coach. I think it's just going to be a year for them of figuring things out and trying to yep. get on the same page. So I don't really see them competing yeah, with us, you know. It's the same way. I mean, they did get a new coach is what everyone wanted, I guess. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see how yeah. that goes. I mean, for this year, it might be a kind of like a learning year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just like last year. I mean, so what what happens if we get like a Josh Rosen situation? Like what happens if the Bears are just horrendous and they get like the number one pick? Like, do, you, do you think they would draft like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? I honestly, I don't know. Because it was a different front office that drafted Justin Fields, remember? So, Right. It's, that's a tough call. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it really depends on how they feel about Justin Fields. I think they really believe in him as of right now. Yeah, so uh, despite last year, I think I think the organization blames everything on Nagy for Justin uh, Fields' mm-hmm. failures last year. So a I, lot I feel of like a lot of things to... pointed towards. Oh, sorry, I cut, I cut you off. No, you're good. Yeah, that's pretty much all I was going to say. Is that I think they're going to have to stick with him. Yeah, I did. I remember last season too. A lot of it was pointing towards Nagy. So maybe with this new coaching and stuff, Justin Fields do a little bit better. Right. That's the hope because I mean Justin Fields is a fun player to watch when he's mm-hmm. like doing stuff. If you if you guys watch, do you guys? I don't know. Did you watch any Bears games last year? I actually did watch a couple. I think they played the Lions. No, one of the games. They, it was a game they were chanting to fire Nagy. I oh, don't really? know what game that was. Though. <laughs> I, 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 I can't know. remember what it was, but they. I don't know. They just looked horrible oh yeah it, like it, it was pretty it was they pretty bad the <laughs> they, you know what they did they did look like the jets but the sole exception was that there were a few plays just like dotted here and there where like justin fields can really create you know like especially out of the pocket uh i know i'm, I, I'm trying not to revert to like the you know black quarterback stereotypes immediately um, but like, that's that quite frankly, the, the, the kid can make plays. It's, it's pretty impressive. Like the stuff that he did in that offense last year, uh, around all those horrible players, that awful offensive line. And again, I mean, they didn't really improve all that much on the offensive side of the ball. If, if they did at all, um, I, I remember listening to podcasts like a month ago, you know, talking about like, what the hell are the bears doing? Why aren't they making any moves? And now here we are another month later and they still haven't really done you know, done a whole lot. I don't know if they're just kind of punting on this year team wise and just hoping Justin Fields has some, you know, progression. Right. But, uh, it's that, that is going to, I assume is going to be a pretty cakewalk of a game. That's, that's going to be a game we, we go into, uh, with the same expectations I think we had with the Jaguars game last year, quite frankly. And hopefully it doesn't end like the Jaguars yeah, game hope, ended. <laughs> yeah, no. Hopefully no, no, no. that <laughs> momentum from the playoffs is still carrying into week 16. Right. Yeah, I agree. But then the next game here is pretty interesting against the Bengals. Another yeah. Sunday nighter. That that I think is going to be, an as long as you know both teams are like good and healthy and all that, that Bengals game is going to be an awesome like playoff not like preview because we may not play them, but like just like a playoff primer, you know, like at the Bengals. Right. Give us a tough, cold environment, you know, against a really good team at the end of the season. Uh to just kind of, I don't know, like get our get our feet wet a little bit after playing the Bears, Dolphins, Jets, you know, right. <laughs> not fall and you know, be complacent. 
Yeah, I mean, like our secondary against their wide receiver core is going to be one of the more interesting positional battles of like any NFL matchup. I think in the in the league this year, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, how they respond after. I like. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like all Mm -hmm. the uh, all the media is just really disrespecting the Bengals. Like they literally went to the Super Bowl last year. You know, like whether or not they had the easiest. You know, like opponents in the playoffs sure maybe they did but you know what nevertheless they still made it to the super bowl you know they still almost won the super bowl Mm -hmm. and i feel like the media this year is like ranking them like all like 10 like seven like you know eight like i just feel like they're not you know they're not respecting them enough and you know i think joe burrow's no joke jamar chase no joke you know joe mixon really solid player t higgins really solid player Mm -hmm. um Tyler I don't know Boyd. their defensive players can't, very well. Can't but our, our hero, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Um, I yeah. mean, on the defensive side of the ball, they drafted Cam Taylor Britt and Daxton Hill, who are great, great defensive backs. Uh, they brought in Lyle Collins on the offensive line. They gave B.J. Hill their defensive tackle and extension. Um, they brought in Alex Kappa, who, who, who's a guard. Uh, I mean, it quite, they're a better team than last year. I think, I think most Bengals fans going into 2021 were kind of hoping like, ooh, maybe like, seven or eight wins and like, Ooh, maybe we can like sneak out a couple and get to nine or 10 and, you know, make, make the playoffs, you know, as a wild card or something like that. And then all of a sudden they're in the super bowl. It's like, yeah, give, give, give them a little more respect than that. If, if they were good, good enough to get to the super bowl with that roster, then I think they're good enough to get there again, you know, with this new and improved one. Right. Yeah. Especially, you know, continuity, another year of gelling and meshing together another year for Zach Taylor, who's still, you know, very young head coach. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think the NFL knows what they're doing, putting us against the Bengals in a primetime game, week 17. <laughs> like, they they, they want to see some fireworks to end the season, you know. Right. Uh, and ho- hopefully, you know, it'll be two teams competing for, you know, like the number Maybe, one. Maybe, yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. That's entirely possible. Yeah, I, I noticed that the media is, like, putting the Chargers over the Bengals a lot. But... I don't understand why. I, I just feel like you can't do until the Chargers prove that they can win. You know, as it like don't get like Justin Herbert's awesome. You know that that roster is he's really, amazing. Really he's wonderful. Yeah, but the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl and the Chargers did not make the playoffs. I know it was like on a you know not really a fluke, but it was just like a super super close call with the Chargers missing the playoffs in that Raiders game week eighteen. But like. Yeah. Again, the Bengals made the Super Bowl and the Chargers did not make the playoffs. So yeah, I feel like you just got to I, I I prefer, you know, riding that, like the, the precedent of last year, you know, more than uh, just saying, hey, yeah, the Chargers are going to be better than the Bengals this year for sure. Like, I, I really don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Especially in that division. Like the AFC West, like if, if the Chargers went two and four in their division, only beating the Raiders, like I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, it's it's a... They're in the toughest division in the league. They're going to be playing some really tough teams this year. It's, it's, it's not an automatic, you know, 12, 13 win season for the Chargers at all. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then we round out the year with the Patriots in a TBD game. Um, hopefully a win. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I that, that's the schedule. I forgot that? that there was an 18th game. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> It's still, weird. it's still really weird. I don't particularly like it, but we, there's no going back. This is the NFL now. Um, yeah. Are you guys, my question for you guys, as we wrap up here, are you guys going to any games that you know of? I am for sure going to the Bills versus Steelers game. 
Uh, it's in Buffalo. Yeah. Nice. My girlfriend's family wants to go down. Oh, are they are like, they Steelers fans? Yeah. So I was like, I'll go down yeah. too, and nice. then have you know have my cousins go stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What, what are you, Andrew? You, you do you have any games pegged down yet? I've been talking to some friends, and we're we were. It's kind of funny. We were actually narrowing in on the Steelers game as well. So <laughs> maybe, maybe the Steelers. Just, uh, the tickets for that one's like actually not. They're not that bad at no, all. No, they're not. I was looking at. <clears throat> I was originally trying for Monday Night Football against the Titans, mm-hmm. and I saw a ticket price, and I was like, "No, sir, <laughs> I don't have money like that." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, none of those primetime games I'll, I will ever be able to. Uh, reasonably send myself to just because i'm like ah, i'd rather maybe i'll just watch it at home right maybe when i'm like old and have retirement I got <laughs> yeah, money right. just, but that's too much money to just spend i guess in my yeah, for like three hours uh, yeah literally <laughs> i think one of the tickets it was like nosebleeds it was like 500 dollars. oh something crazy i don't know if it's changed now but yeah maybe. like two months ago it was bad well, the, the closest that the Bills come to me this season, let's see, Cincinnati, that's an eight-hour drive. Uh, Chicago, that's like 12 hours. Uh, it, it might, Cincinnati might be the closest they come to me. Oh, Baltimore, Miami, I don't really know how is, far. Is Miami? Oh, no, Miami's far from you. <clears throat> uh, let's find out how far Miami is for me. I, I, I imagine it's not uh, – not a quick I hope you guys haven't heard. I've been getting ready for work like the past half hour. I hope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're good. Like yeah, we're, or anything. We're we're closing this down. Know. Oh yeah, Miami's ten hours away. Great. So I'm not going to a Bills game this week. <laughs> um, if if we we're playing the Titans in Nashville, I could have I could have maybe you know made that work, but uh, not happening this year. But I don't know. That's the uh, that's the schedule. Hope, hopefully, uh, you guys can get to go to a game at least. Yeah, um, I know. I'll definitely be going to training camp here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I remember you mentioned that. That's super exciting. Um, and yeah, ho- hopefully we can start getting some like Bills news, even if it's just like, ooh, James Cook looks really fucking good, guys. Like that, oh. that, that even just that, like uh, I'll take because I've been watching the like mini camp and OTA videos yep. that the Bills release obsessively, just like waiting for <laughs> any bit of news and just like I'm not getting. It. I'm squeezing it dry. Like there's nothing else to pull. Literally out. me. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Just go, I'm just going back watching like that Micah Hyde onside kick return for a touchdown. I'm just watching like random plays from previous years. Just like, please give me any bills news. Anything. The other night I was, uh, I was in the hospital and I was mm-hmm. up late and whatnot. And I, I literally just turned on the Patriots playoff game from last year and just divulged in that victory get all over again. That's really funny. Yeah, it was such a great watch. That's that's the kind of thing I'm going to be doing in the month of July, just watching old, <laughs> yeah. old highlight videos. That's what I do. I that's, I found yeah. myself watching like Bruce Smith highlights last. Oh night. yeah, that's I, I definitely go through like periods of where I'm just watching like an hour long, you know, like highlight compilations of the. I watched the, I watched the entire Bills vs. Oilers game where the Bills came back. Oh, the comeback! Yeah, I haven't. Watched yeah, I just like was before. like I'm going to watch that. I've never like fully watched it. I'm watching. Yeah. I, you know, one of these days I would love to get like, I mean, I don't know if it's available online or anywhere like that, but I would love to just watch like every game of the Jim Kelly era, just like mm. right, right through like season by season. Yeah. Uh, just, there I, is I, a, know, I was not alive for a ton it. of them. Yeah, there's YouTube. a lot. YouTube has like a good amount of them. Yeah. I watch my, my dad's always watching them. So, oh, I'm sure. but, all right, I'll let you guys go. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll we'll end it here. Uh, that was episode five, everyone. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Any anyone? Any other last last? Thank words? you for having me. Too, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you for coming on, Gliz slash AJ. Uh, we'll have you on again. I'm sure during the season for either like a you know game preview or a post game discussion or yeah, you'll you'll be yeah, no worries. Awesome. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. All right. All right. See you, man. Go Bills. Go, Go Bills. Bills.